For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. Because no man understands him, how being in the spirit, he speaks divine mysteries. We speak unto the Lord. Spirit to spirit. For if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prays. But my understanding is unfruitful. Bo shantaki brodola ki seja balada. Manda skola prata banje kletro sanje balidae. Spirit to spirit communication. Zafra sanje plakrata bahai. Jebelonte skabradai la kora manje bredia. Manda sky. As I communicate by the spirit, he communicates back to me by the spirit. Lianto zabale. Manja kratola. Don't shy away from this ministry of the Spirit. Mando Jagabadai to edify, Mashaiga to embolden, to strengthen. Mashando Brakaskanda Balukus Kalabaha. This ministry of the Spirit to build up. Mondo Jagadai la Kronze Blekratos Kanda Katakuna Parigadan Koskapa. Jela Kronze. To fellowship with the Lord, Amando Rabada Kota Palia Transible Glita Kaya. Eila Manta, Ibranza Kratabanji Katola, Lemandola Manji Kratabalu Trapta Sai, the blessedness of communicating to the Boja Branza mysteries to the Lord, Mantaki Balon de Cleparongelis Time in a Cantoje, O Sabratas Keve, Licarongele Pratanigo Salai, Rabadai Tose in a Franzit Mehega Satnai. Abashanza Balita Kapata Ah na 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 
Malige bebe bebe hese tele kalabarabahaita kondo zobodo itakando baranze vedia. Alleluia, 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 alleluia. Ah, sanda baba 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 kapradia. Mashantam pai kourabadile. Vira konko zele kalatadaisa. Shamando le pele karanske zotronto manante kapata. Oh, blessed Father. We bless you, we thank you for the privilege of fellowship with your word, the privilege of fellowship with your spirit, the fellowship, the fellowship of the saints. We bless you, dear Lord. Mashamza Brado Kataila, Lagrada Badoza Kite Sende for the opportunity to sit before you and hear words of life, receive words of life. We thank you for the opportunity to be ministered to by the Spirit. For that is the plan of God, for spirit, soul, and body to be wholly preserved until the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. And until that day, you are perfecting us, perfecting us in our spirits, perfecting us in our souls, perfecting us in our bodies. We thank you, dear Lord God, that it is your desire that we prosper even as our soul prospers and is in good health. We thank you, dear God, for the ministry of God through the Word and through His Spirit in our lives. Just as we sit to listen to your Word, we thank you that the strength and the anointing of God's Spirit will be present to minister to your people. Hallelujah. 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 Bless the Lord. Glory to God. Well, uh, good evening. I trust that everyone is blessed and is having a great week in the presence of the Lord. And we don't want to waste any time but get straight into the world of God. We commenced our or rather began conducting our classes on divine healing and health and we outlined several things along these lines but I believe because of our isolated uh, gatherings, we kind of have to rejoin or put together our thesis on this subject properly. And tonight I will begin to endeavor just uh, I first wanted to establish and I believe I did in the very first service of these divine healing and health meetings the fact that it is God's will God's plan and God's purpose that his children walk 
there should not be any Christian today who lives suffering any sickness, disease, defect, allergy in their bodies, in their souls. It is not God's will for any of his children to become or to be sick or diseased. This is something, beloved, that you must solidify in your consciousness. Be fully convicted because in the redemptive plan of God, healing and health are packages that are brought into the life of a believer once they accept the work of Christ on the cross and declare his lordship. But we realize that many of God's people will continue and do continue to suffer from sicknesses and diseases of various kinds and now we are seeing the uh, arise in, in, in a new pandemic which they call mental health and you are seeing many Christians coming out and saying that they are suffering from mental health and, and so forth and all these things beloved should not be that something is a certain way does not necessarily mean that it should be that way. And it is the same or, the, or it is true for sickness, it is true for diseases. We should never allow the experiences of our life to undermine the integrity of the Word of God. That we do not experience what the scriptures promise to us as an inheritance does in no way mean that it is not in the will of God for us to live that kind of life. And this is something that every Christian, and especially those who are serious about the Lord and operating in the kingdom, must, number one, admit that, yes, we are not living our life experientially in accordance or consistence with the set plan and set purposes of God, but that does not mean that we accept as a reality and finality the things that we experience that are opposed or contrast to what God has planned for us. So what then we must do is that we must go into the scriptures Get the understanding. Find out where we are missing it. Find out the areas in our lives that are inconsistent with the propositions of the scriptures and find ways that are given to us from the scriptures. Discover them, investigate them by which we can rise to the platform of scriptural reality or uh, realities and experiences that are consistent with the will of God, with the plan 
of God. So tonight I want us to look at uh, a few things uh, uh, in regards to sicknesses in regard and diseases. Uh, first, I want I want us to establish where sickness comes from. Where does disease come from? And after doing that, I want us to conclude with whether or not it is appropriate for a Christian to be sick. So we want to establish that fact tonight. Hallelujah. Turn to the book of Genesis, chapter number two. We know by now that man is a creation of God. He is an idea and a creation of God. So God made man and created him in his image and after his likeness. We've read that several times. Uh, But I want you to look at chapter 2 for a moment. Verse number... Let's read verse... 15. And the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. The word Eden is the same in the Hebrew uh, and it means pleasure or delight or delicacy or luxury and it is interesting that the first habitation of man was in pleasure was in delicacy was in the land of delight the land of luxury the land of abundance the land of opulence this is interesting this uh, should give us a sense of the mind of god for humanity and you individually, that God wants you to live in delight. It is his will and plan that you live in the land of pleasure. So he took the man and put him into the garden of Eden. One thing I want you to see again is that it is God that put the man into the garden of Eden. The man did not put himself there. To dress it and to keep it. So there was an assignment that God had given man in the land of delight, the land of pleasure. And the Lord God commanded the man. I want you to see that the the the, the, the basis of, 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 of the establishment of the relationship that God were to have with man was founded on the precipice of commands. 
and the Lord God commanded the man. The first thing or the first time we hear or we are told of God speaking to the man directly, it was God issuing forth a command. If you're going to be happy and if you're going to have access to a healthy relationship with the Lord, you must understand one thing that with God there are no suggestions. God does not suggest. Uh, there, there has to be uh, the hierarchy of, of structure in the relationship that we have with the Lord in that, that He is always the one who leads, who governs, who rules over our lives. And it is we that come under that authority that by subjecting and submitting ourselves to that authority. And the flow of that relationship is held together by our willingness to submit and obey whatever he commands us. It's something that many, many of God's people uh, seem to have forgotten. They, they, we, have, we have taken the, the lenient approach <laughs> that we have decided for ourselves when dealing with God. And, and this, it is this leniency that has destroyed the many destinies in Christendom. But for you, know that if you're going to have a successful walk with God, command, 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 or commands and instructions must be the rule of your life. So the Lord God commanded the man saying, of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat. Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat. For in the day that thou eatest thereof thou shalt surely die. Did you see that? Is it the day you eat? Now, this is God's first or our first introduction to the concept of death. And God linked death to man disobeying or choosing to go against what God commanded him. And this would tell us something, that something dies in our souls every time we transgress or disobey a written or a spoken command of God. But I want us to focus on something which I believe is far more greater than uh, what I just said now, is the fact that Adam or Adam had the opportunity to be immortal. God gave Adam the opportunity to become an immortal. As long as Adam kept true to what God told him, Adam could live eternally in heaven and on earth. Because when God, what God was telling him that you shall die, he, he, he was not only talking about physical death, but what death really means. All right? Because in the natural, when a, when a man dies, his spirit leaves earth. We all know that, right? And enters into the realm of the spirit. 
So when God told Adam to that Adam would die if he eats, he was telling him that his spirit will depart from heaven. <laughs> Do you understand that? Do you understand that? Because God is in heaven. Or God's throne is, or his abode is in heaven. In the same way that when a man dies physically here on earth, his spirit leaves. God was saying to Adam that when you disobey my command, your spirit will leave heaven. In other words, you, you will no longer be able to communicate with God at that dimension. There, there will be a cessation of communication between, between, between Adam, spirit, and God. And that's, that's one of the reasons why being born again means receiving a spirit from above, which is fit for heavenly communication. So it tells us that Adam lived in heaven and on earth at the same time that he had a dual citizenship and had the ability to 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 duolocate if i may put it that way but he lost that citizenship when he submitted himself to the will or the weakness of the flesh so he died he he lost communication with the source realm he lost communication with the the, the heavenly home. He lost communication with God and thus became immortal and was subjected to death. So God introduced death through disobedience of his command. So Adam should have ensured or could have ensured that he did not eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. How? by eating of the tree of life because god said you had the freedom or he had the freedom to eat of any tree which involved and included the tree of life so the tree of life was accessible to adam and in the same way that the tree of the knowledge of good and evil produced consequential evidences if he had eaten of the tree of life, there would be proofs or consequential evidences which probably would have yielded far greater results instead of the damning results that he subjected himself to. And I want, you, I want us to go uh, into, uh, into Revelations chapter 20, Revelation chapter 22. If I'm, yeah, Revelation chapter 22 to see something uh, 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 that, that was shown to John. Verse 1, And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the midst of, remember, in the midst of the street of it, and on either side of the river, there was the tree of life which bear twelve manner of fruit and yielded her fruit every month and the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations notice the tree of life consisted of 12 fruits 12 different species of fruit and the, it, it, it yielded those fruit every single month 
So every tree that God planted in the garden yielded certain manner of fruit. And the Bible says that the leaves of the tree of life were actually contained healing or curative uh, capabilities. They were for the healing of the nations. So when you go back to what God commanded Adam, you would see that Adam had access to the tree of life and not only access to the tree of life but the possibilities that the tree of life brought into Adam's life and one of those possibilities we can see from the leaves was healing was health so if you had taken from the tree of life and of the leaves of the tree of life there would be a continual flow of life and notice it was the will of God for Adam to eat of the tree of life. Thus, it means from the beginning, it had been the will of God for man to live in health. And he made accommodations for that reality to become an experience in the life of mankind by the plantain or the plantation of the tree of life or the planting of the tree of life to bring forth the possibility of healing god knows what those 12 other fruits brought or the possibilities that they brought into mankind's life we will never fully know until we enter into heaven but but we see that in the mind of god men were supposed to live in perpetual health you see that so healing 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 means uh, to stop or restore an area that had been corroded by the presence of a virus of a disease of a sickness so healing stops the process restore restores the process but it really doesn't eradicate it that's why a person can be healed of a disease and have it resurface. You see that? So, 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 so healing is, is, is one part of the picture, the full picture or the full import of God's desire is health. So man should or were designed to be as healthy as God and pre-adventure there happens or something happens to them God provided a means of curing relief and removal of that issue through healing so we can see that the source or the origin of sickness is sin it was sin that brought forth sickness and death into the world because what what sickness is is really incipient death it's 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 really slow death because the the objective of 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 sickness is death that's what the objective of of 
of sickness is it's death no sickness wants to teach you a lesson sickness comes to kill you to destroy your body to 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 arrest your body to bind your body to put your body in subjection to it and ultimately kill it that's 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 what that's what sickness does no one has ever felt good being sick <laughs> no one so we can see from here that sickness is the child of sin is the offspring of sin it hails from sin it hails from the first transgression of man and i want us to look at uh, some of uh, these thoughts i'm sharing with you uh, that are given to us by paul in in romans let's look at romans uh, chapter number five please let's read from verse number 12 wherefore as by one man sin entered the world and death by sin so can you see death was riding the vehicle of sin in the vehicle of sin so death was transported into the world given expression in the world by sin and there you can include suffering you can include pain you can include sickness you can include disease you can include allergies all these things are defects within the system uh, of or, uh, i mean there are defects that are brought into the system of man by sin so the presence of sin in the world is indicated by the presence of death or the activities of death sickness sin disease suffering and so forth because god created man and put him in pleasure there was no pain there was no suffering there was no sickness there was no disease in the garden of eden none of it existed until adam brought it upon himself through the disobedience of God's word. That's one of the reasons why when Jesus says, uh, uh, teaches his disciples to pray, he says, pray in this way, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So our lives should be a reflection of the will of God. There's, there's no sickness in the heavens. There's no pain in the heavens. And so it should not be God's will that his children on earth live a life opposed to the heavens of God. So, so, so there's no reason why any child of God or anybody that professes an alignment or allegiance with God to accept sin, to accept sickness, to accept a, a, a disease, and to accept even death. And that's one of the reasons why Jesus said, pray in this way. So what, one of the reasons why we pray is to bring our, our lives into alignment with the systems of heaven, with uh, 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 the prescriptions of heaven, with the technologies of heaven. And, and one of the things we see from Revelation is that that technology, uh, the technology of, 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 of heaven is, is healing, is health that comes from the tree of life. 
So our alignment, and it, it, it will help us, it will do us a, 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 a great benefit for us to study the scriptures. And not only study the scriptures, but be convicted of the reality that the scripture proposed to us. And you can see that in the same way that sin brought forth death, disease, sickness, suffering, penury, poverty, so bring it forth the, the obedience of Christ. Let's read, let's read, let's read it. Um, Bless the Lord. Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world and death by sin, so death passed upon all men for all that have sinned. Um, let me read you in Amplified. <laughs> Dear God Almighty. Therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man, you see that? And death through sin. So, death came through sin. Sickness came through sin. Disease came through sin. Defective bodies came through sin. Defect in the genes came through sin. So, death spread. Sin spread to all men. Death spread, sickness spread, suffering spread to all men. So everybody on earth and any man that came before Christ, even now, uh, uh, came being subjected to the influences of death, of sickness, of disease. That's why we find people being born blind, people being born sick, people being born deaf, people being born diseased, people were born with defective organs, defective limbs and defective all, all these are all these things and and sometimes even what jesus said when his disciples asked him about that man when they said to him who sinned him or his parents he said neither you, you your parents don't have to do anything wrong for a child or their child to come out defected it is just because of the sin that adam brought and that's why the redemptive work of Jesus Christ is so powerful because it reverses it reverses the, the sin and the consequences of sin that Adam brought. See, the, the work of Christ on the cross didn't just deal with sin, but it dealt with the consequences that sin brought, which is death, suffering, pain, and all these other things that was consequential of sin so he says so death spread to all men no one being able to stop it or escape its power because they all sinned so you can see that it's it's not just a spiritual thing it's a genetic thing so when adam sinned there was something in his genetic something in his dna that was stained that was corrupted and 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 because of the presence of sin in his in his dna genetically all human beings were born that way they were born with that genetic defect of sin so we were rendered sinners not by the deeds of sin but through the genetic upbringing uh, 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 processes of, of 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 birth so so biologically there's something wrong with the human species with the human genes every human being every human being 
is born with that genetic defect that's why we are prone to sicknesses we are prone to pathogens viruses we are prone to diseases we are prone to suffering it is because of the genetic or, or of the original failure of adam that caused this genetic stain in the human dna are you with me hallelujah bless the lord so he says he says for until the law sin was in the world but sin is not imputed when there is no law verse 14 nevertheless death reigned I, I want you to see that nevertheless death reigned death reigned death reigned sickness reigned disease reigned can you see that poverty reigned. yet death reigned over let me read it in the amplified yet death ruled over mankind so because of sin death became the monarch of, of human civilization death became the monarch of human civilization sickness became the monarch of human civilization diseases became the monarch because the sickness and diseases are instruments of death this is what death uses to destroy you from adam to moses the lawgiver so there's something greater than death which was the law hallelujah so the word of god is greater than death the word of god is greater than sickness the word of god is greater than disease the word of god is greater than poverty the word of god is greater than every instrument that death brought <laughs> oh my god even over those who had not sinned as Adam did Adam is a type of him who was to come so Adam was a type of Christ who was to come but Adam failed the Amplified said but in reverse Adam brought destruction but Christ brought salvation did you see that? did you see that? did you see that? who but verse 15 but as the offense also is the free gift i want you to see this out don't miss this my my, my, my brother so so the, the 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 redemptive work of christ that the scripture tell us is a free gift but not as the offense so also is the free gift for if through the offense of one many be dead much more the grace of god and the gift by grace which is by one jesus christ hath abounded to many listen the amplified but the free gift of god is not like the trespass because the gift of grace overwhelms hallelujah the fall of man the gift of grace overwhelms the fall of man and whatever consequences that befell him because of the fall for if many died by one man's trespass much more abundantly did god's grace and the gift that comes by grace of the one man jesus christ overflow to the benefit of many nor is the gift of grace verse 16 that which came through the one who sinned for on the one hand the judgment following sin resulted from one trespass brought condemnation but on the other hand you see this is this is the other side the other side of the cross on the other hand the free gift resulted from many trespasses brought justification the release 
Look at it, look at it. Through Jesus Christ, we have been released from sin's penalty. So no Christian or nobody who has accepted the free gift of Christ should fall or experience the sin's penalty any longer. So the penalty of sin is death, right? Sickness, disease, affliction. But because you have accepted the free gift of Christ, he said, he said you are released. You have been released from the penalty of disease, from the penalty of sickness, from the penalty of death. Because you believe. So our access to the tree of life who is Jesus Christ is through belief. For so God loved the world and sent his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish, should not perish, but have everlasting life. So, Adam's trespass brought forth the reign of death, but Christ's obedience brought or brings forth the reign of life, the reign of justification, the reign of grace. So it is wrong because of the redemptive work of Christ over your soul and your body for anybody to, who professes Christianity to accept sicknesses, disease, afflictions, penury, and so forth. It is wrong. It is wrong. Absolutely wrong. No child of God should accept the status quo of sickness and disease. None. Because the, that genetic stain, that genetic corruption, that genetic modification that sin has dealt to our nature as humans has been reversed by the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus removes the stain. So in the absence of genetic failure, we retain our genetic code, which is impedious, which is impenetrable. against sickness, against disease, against death. And once we come to the realization of this truth, reality, our bodies, our minds will be so radiant with health, so radiant with glory, so radiant. So, no Christian should be sick. Because, you know, sometimes we, we need to separate uh, the, 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 the redemptive work of Christ and uh, uh, in, 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 in redeeming humanity from 
the the result or the consequence of that redemptive work because really the redemptive work is what produced the christian i'll share that i'll share that another day with you i'll share that another day with you because a christian is different from a a man uh, who in reality a christian is is different from the 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 one that was saved from his sins a christian is not one who was saved from their sins now this is this is this is high class right <laughs> So, it, the Gentile and the Jew is who are saved from their sin. Right? That's, that's who are saved. The Gentile and the Jew. Those, those the blood of Jesus redeemed. But the Christian was not redeemed by the blood of Jesus. But the work of Christ made it possible that from the salvation of the Jew, from the salvation of the Gentile, God create a new man. Oh God, oh my God. A day will come when we will come into these realities. A day will come, my God, my God, my God, where these realities become a present our consciousness. Let, let, let me show it to you. Let me show it. Let, let me sh let me show you uh, what I'm saying to you in Ephesians chapter two. Whew, hallelujah! Hallelujah! He says, verse thirteen. But now in Christ, ye who sometimes were far off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. For he is our peace who hath made both one. He is our peace who hath made both one. And hath broken down the middle wall of partition between us, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in ordinances, for to make in himself of twain, of twain, one new man. So the Christian is the one new man. Maskamita. First, oh Lord God, Lord God. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Therefore, if any man is in or be in Christ, he is a new creature. The word there, new creature, is, is uh, 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 the Greek word kainoskisis. Uh, it refers to a creation which was not formally there, that, that was not formally in existence. So it, it is a creation that is the only one of its kind. So what the death of Jesus Christ uh, 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 allowed for was for the creation of a new species, a new branding of man. So really, the Christian is a new creation. He is a product of the redemptive work of Christ. He is a product, Mashka. He is a product of the death 
and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Because remember, Christianity does not begin on the cross. It begins at the resurrection. He must believe that God raised him from the dead. Not that God hanged him on the cross, but that God raised him from the dead. The faith of Christianity is on the resurrection of Jesus. It is from the resurrection that we have justification of sin. I mean justification of righteousness. So Jesus is made sin. That's why we should never accept sickness, disease. Because remember I told you, sickness came through uh, 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 sin, came through death. And Jesus became that very sin that brought death, that very sin that brought uh, sickness, that very sin that brought disease. So that we might become his righteousness, not a declaration, but become the personification of the righteousness of God. So the Christian son, the Christian uh, daughter is actually the righteousness of God in personification. So he took of the genetic life of Adam and he gave us his own genetic life my god and his genetic life is divine his genetic life is immortal his genetic life is vibrating with life his genetic life oh my god his genetic being is life itself and being a new creature we share in that life we are participators in that life we are partners in that life because god was in christ reconciling the world unto himself and not imputing their trespasses unto them and had committed unto us the word of reconciliation for a christian being a new creation has the very life of god the very divine life pulsating life of god self-creating life of god self-sustaining life of god in them i'll read you first john chapter 5 before we close here Woo. hallelujah glory 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 to god glory there is life in you there is life in you there is life in you and you must receive the witness of God you must receive the record the testimony of God first John chapter 5 verse 9 if we receive the witness of man the witness of God is greater do you understand that do you understand that that, that means if your doctor tells you this and this if your president or statesman tells you this and this he says if you can receive the record the testimony the witness of man he says you you the witness of God is greater for this is the witness of God which he has testified of his son. This is what is recorded about Jesus Christ. Testified of the son. He says, he that believeth on the son hath the witness in himself. Maya. That he that believeth. And he that believeth not on God hath made him a liar because he believeth not the record that God gave of his son. And this is the record. This is the record that God had 
Shando Maliki Brondo Kosa. You know, I asked the Lord the other day, I said, Lord, my desire is to be the full expression of all that has been recorded in the scriptures. And God said to me, Son, if you want to live out the life I have given through the scriptures and in the scriptures says you're going to have to teach my word you're going to have to preach my word because my let me read you Titus and then we'll come back here I didn't understand it until the Lord showed this to me how, how the preaching, the teaching of God's word is so important for us to walk the life that God brought us. In hope, Titus chapter 1 verse 2, in hope of eternal life which God that cannot lie promised before the world began, but hath in due time manifested his word. The reality, the manifestation of reality will come through preaching which is committed unto us through the commandment of God our Savior. So the manifestation of the word of God in our lives must come through the consistency of preaching, consistency of teaching, presenting these truths to God's people. Ah, so nabalahaila. Oh, glory to God. Glory, glory, glory. I feel the anointing. Let's go back to the record. For John chapter 5, my God, and verse 11. And this is the record that God had given to us eternal life. God has given. He's not going to give it. He's not about to give it. He has already given it. You see, God has given us something greater than healing. He has given us something greater than health. He has given us something greater than pharmaceutical drugs. He has given us something greater. Something greater. The Bible calls it eternal life. It is the very life of God. The Bible calls it Zoe. It is the self-sustaining life of God. It is the life by which God regulates his divinity. That is eternal life. And God has given us to us. We can live eternal life now. And he says this is the record. This is the record that God made of Jesus. That God, God had given unto us eternal life. And this life is in his son. Eternal life is in nowhere else but Jesus. <laughs> Eternal life is found in nowhere else. No one else but Jesus. My God, I feel like preaching. And this is life, Oscar. And this life is in his son. Verse 12. And he... <laughs> He that possesses, he that hath Montola Bahaya, he that had been circumcised by the Son, he hath life. He said he has this life. The one who possesses Jesus, the one who possesses Christ, the one who has been circumcised by Jesus, he has this eternal life. Self-regulating life. Self-replenishing life. He says he had eternal life. He had the life. He had the life. He, God, the Bible calls Jesus a life-giving spirit. He says the Lord from heaven was a life-giving spirit. How did he give life? Through the way. Through the transmission of life. That's one of the ways how he carried out his healing ministry. It was through transmission of life. Mande he he says, you that hath the Son, you hath life. And he that hath not the Son, hath not the life. 
So anybody that does not have Jesus does not have rights to this life and therefore cannot access the advantages of this life. The life is like the tree of life. It is what created the tree of life. The tree of life is a produce of the eternal life of God. Verse 13. These things I have written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God that you may know, you may know, you may know. He said these things are written. These things are written. They are written that you may know. Oh my God, I can't even. They are written that you may know. That you may know. Are you a believer in Jesus? Do you believe on the name of the Son of God? He said these things are written that you may know. The discovery of what you have in your life. He says that you may know that you have eternal life. And that you may believe on the name of the Son of God. On Sunday I told you. I told you. I told you how to quicken the experience. How to quicken the ministry of the spirit. I told you. I told you that one of the ways is through consciousness. He says that you may know. He's writing that you may know. He's writing that you may know. That you may know. That, that the Greek word is idol. It means that you may become aware. That you may become conscious of this reality. So consciousness is important. Awareness is important. So now that we have dealt with, 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 with sin, the consequences of sin, the origins of death, the origins of sickness and disease and afflictions and, and all these genetic defects of allergies and all these things, phobias, now that we have dealt with them, child of God, child of God, can you see why me and you have no reason to accept sickness in our bodies, sickness and disease in our soul? We have no reason. We have no reason. We have no reason. Because we that have believed, we, we, we who have the Son, have eternal life. This is the life that blasts out every sickness, every disease, every death in our members. My just lift up your hands and begin to thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Oh God, bless him, bless him, bless him, bless him, bless him, bless him. Mondogoski, Mamaiski, Mimimienta, Maiski, Giemenenienta. Oh Jesus, we bless you. Bless him, bless him, bless him, bless him, bless him for eternal life. Manta Karibahaya. You did not know, but now you know. You know, you know, you have eternal life. You have eternal life. You have the life that supplants human life. You have the life that supplants and eradicates death, eradicates sickness and disease, eradicates genetic failure, genetic defect, eradicates the blemishes, the spots, the wrinkles. My God, my God, He's done it for us. Manta Praktosia. 
And now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Manda Kratosa, Malegrita Gonja, I rebuke every sickness, every disease, every allergy, every genetic defect in your life, every heredity disease in your life. In the name of Jesus, I command it to leave. It has no place in your body. I command depression to come out. In the name of Jesus, I command anxiety to leave you. I command phobias to leave you. In the name of Jesus Christ, I stretch forth my hand and according to the written word and according to the spoken word, I release the healing virtue of God. Let the anointing of the Spirit of God rid you of satanic oppressions in your body. In the name of Jesus. Oh, receive healing. Receive healing, my, my brother. Receive healing, my sister. Mando Brodoya, Elebrunda, Alato Bahaya. Eye problems are being cured right now. Luskabana, low blood, anemia is being cured right now. Manta Pradaya, Lekabon Jalitranskeplahai Takoya, Lekregonze, Mande Grahitakaya, Ilabanda, previous. Intolerances you've had to certain foods are, are destroyed right now. Your bloodline is being cleansed by the power of divine life. Yes, yes, mashkabando, ronjele pali kanzele kanda, regabonda, arthritis in the Bahia. Yes, is removed right now. Fibroids, fibromyalgia is removed right now. In the muskada, it is gone. It can't stay. It can't stay. It can't stay. Not at the presentation of this word. It can't stay. Mantapalik doske, maligrenske bahai. Obesity. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Obesity. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Hormonal imbalances. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Go from their bodies right now in the name of Jesus. Santapai. Black sugar stabilize 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 in the name of jesus diabetes i rebuke you right now you are healed mandele kasatia you are healed maskandole pariklenda ravanska hiv my my son avaita parabahaya in the name of jesus i command you to come out and leave you spirits of infirmity in the name of Jesus go go from them go from them in the name of Jesus manda kirabahando alegrenda growths in the body growths on your skins in the name of Jesus go I command you leave in the name of Jesus I command your veins to clear up cholesterol to disappear in the name of Jesus right now Mando Korea go ahead receive go ahead receive 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 it receive it in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus Oh, hallelujah. Oh, we bless you, Jesus. Oh, Mandakare Badaya. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory.